Hey y'all, welcome back to 2 Timothy 3.16. Today we're continuing our Bible study in Genesis chapter 9. I'm so excited to dig into this chapter because we continue our study about the flood and how God used Noah to build this ark and to trust him. I've highlighted a whole bunch in this chapter and written a lot of notes in my Bible journal and I've highlighted in it as well. So let's dig into God's word. And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. And the fear of you, and the dread of you, shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb I have given you, all things. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast, will I require it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood by man, shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may he man. And you, be ye fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply therein. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I behold, I established my covenant with you, and with your seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth, with you, from all that go out the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the flood, neither shall there any more be flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you every living creature of all flesh and the water shall be no more become a flood to destroy all flesh and the bow shall be in the cloud and I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth and God said unto Noah This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah. And of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be an house husbandman. And he planted a vineyard, and he drank the wine, and was drunken, and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham the father of Canaan saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Jabbath took a garment, 
and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father and their sons were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness and Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him and he said cursed be Canaan a servant of servants shall he be unto the brethren and he said blessed be the Lord God of Shem and Canaan shall his servants God shall enlarge Japheth and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant and Noah lived after the flood 350 years and all the days of Noah were 950 years and he died First one we see, God blessed Noah and said, Be fruitful and multiply. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. God blessed Noah and said, Be fruitful and multiply. If you listened to the last week's podcast, you'd know that in Genesis, my Bible says, Be fruitful and multiply nine times. God loves children. There's even a verse that talks about having the innocence of a child. I believe it's in Matthew. Verses 2 through 3. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, and to your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, and even as the green herb I have given you all these things. We see here in verse 2 through 4 that the beasts of the land are birds and birds of the air would fear man and then how every moving thing that liveth shall be meat we were then after the flood we were allowed to eat animals at that point causing the animals or also known as beasts to fear us and then in verse 4 it says do not eat of the blood and we're also allowed to eat the herbs still as well so i'd say before the flood we only were vegetarians and then after the flood we were we ate meat we may have only been vegan before the flood i'm not 100 percent sure on that but that's what i believe was what happened verse 6 whoso sheddeth man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for in the image of god made he man we see here that murder is still wrong because this verse says who sheddeth man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for in the image of god made he man it also refers back to how god created you in his own perfect image in his own perfect image and you are a perfect person because god made you for a purpose and a man is indestructible until god is finished verse 7 and you be fruitful and multiply bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein Again, we see God saying, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth abundantly. So that means a lot. Do not be afraid to have children and do not kill. The, do not kill. And so I think that means do not kill the babies because we, A, must be fruitful and multiply. And B, who shed the man's blood by man shall he's, his blood be shed that was that was in verse 6. So God is basically saying that abortion is wrong because he wants us to be fruitful and multiply. And he says, basically, who has the right to shed man's blood in verse 6. 
verse 12. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. God made a covenant forever that he would never send a flood like that again to destroy the earth. Y'all, we are sinful people, and right now our world is pretty messed up. God said he wouldn't send a flood again, but he didn't say he wouldn't wipe us off again. So that means he could send fire or a drought. Verses 13 through 15. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth that is the bow, shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. God set his bow in the sky, in the sky as a reminder, as his promise. I love the rainbow. I love rainbow colors. I always wanted what I called a rainbow room because um, I just loved colors so much. I find it ironic that the LGBTQ flag is rainbow because the whole reason why God sent the flood was because of how people were living. Verse 16. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and that will look upon it that they may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. God put the rainbow there not just for us, but for him. I just think that is so wonderful that God wants such a special gift for us. Verse 18, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, Jabbath, and Ham is the father of Canaan. Just so we can like clarify here, Ham is Noah's son, and Canaan is Ham's son. So that would make Can Canaan Noah's grandson. Verse 21. And he drank of the wine and was drunken, and he was uncovered within his tent. So we're talking about Noah here. And um and I come from a background of alcoholics, and I I've never seen anything good come from alcohol, as we just seen here in this verse. And God says, do not be drunk with wine. He doesn't say not for us to drink. But I have chosen not to drink just because I don't want to be tempted to be drunk or allow any temptations or anything to happen because of what ha can happen with drinking. Verses 22 through 27. And Ham... father of Canaan saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah woke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Jabbath, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan, shall be his servant. There was conflict, and 
punishment for wrongdoings. We can learn from these mistakes that the wages of sin is death. Verse 29. And all the days of Noah were 950 years and he died. Noah lived a very long time. I think that's because God was close to Noah and because Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. We read that in chapter 6. I also believe because the wages of sin is death, and the more we sin, the further we become closer to God, and the more it allows death to creep upon us. I think that's why Noah lived so long, because God saw how close Noah was to him. I hope you found today's podcast encouraging. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, our blog, and podcast. We hope to, uh, We hope that you'll listen next time. Until then, bye!